What is going on, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, cats and dogs? You're listening to another episode of the Wrestling Geeks Podcast. And as always, I am your host, Ryan. And on the telephone, I always call it the super secret bat phone. We have to think of a different, kind of a cooler name for that. Uh, friend of the show, well, dude, you're, you're co-host on the show. Your picture's on the website. So, James Johnson, welcome back, man. What's up? Oh, man, it's glad to be back, man. It's been a long time. I know it's been it's been crazy. You know, I, I've been kind of on and off about it, but um, yeah, man, we're back full force. I'm really really excited to uh, keep uh, getting into the podcast world and uh, gonna be making some more appearances at some indie shows too. I had an opportunity to go to one uh, two weeks ago. Something came up, but um, we got a lot coming up here in the Cleveland area. We got AIW's Jaylit to three to three shows in two days. JT Lightning Invitational Tournament. Then we have the Chandler Biggins. Uh, tag team tournament going on. Uh, I believe that is June 14th and 15th, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I gotta get that. Um, but we'll definitely do some more about that. And we got uh, our friends at UXWA. They have a show coming up in July. Uh, it's uh, the Road Trip Tour, so we're gonna be going out there as well. We actually had Razor Sharp on last week, doing the or two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, just uh, talking about pro wrestling. And, and I tell you what, the reason I haven't done as many shows is because after WrestleMania weekend, uh, which was a fun weekend, it was actually my, my, you know, little vacation. I was off for like 10 days. Right. And, um, I, you know, watched NXT. I watched the G1 special, watched the hall of fame. Of course, I watched the whole nine hours of WrestleMania or whatever it was. And then I watched the raw after, but I'll tell you what, I got really burnt out from wrestling, you know? And, I think it was just because there is so much wrestling and there's so much WWE in particular. Like, there's, you got Raw, SmackDown, you got NXT, NXT UK, you got the 205, and you even got little bonus shows here and there. So it's just so much. And you know that I, uh, that I uh, took some time off because I remember you mentioned that uh, you were going to be watching that Shields final reunion or final show thing because it was going to be Dean's mm-hmm. last show, and I told you I'm like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to watch, <laughs> you know, because it was so burnt out. Um, little did we know that uh, our friend Dean Ambrose, aka John Maxley, was uh, literally for real going to be leaving the WWE because I remember we weren't sure if it was going to be a work or a shoot, and right. he shows up in uh, on in AEW on Double <coughs> or Nothing, which happened last week. And uh, that's what we want to talk about today. I mean, we kind of teased it on social media, and we uh, teased it on uh, yesterday's mini episode. But, um, dude, like, uh, let me full disclosure. Let me say, I love pro wrestling. Um, this is no way to bash WWE. It's no way to bash any promotion at all. But I gotta say, man, AEW, it was one show. You know. Um, Double or nothing was a breath of fresh air. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, would, go ahead. I, I will go as far as saying it was probably <sighs> only because I feel smothered by the product that we were forced to uh, basically digest for like over almost ten years. It very well may have been probably one of the best, probably one of the best top five, maybe top three pay per views in the last. I go as far as I'm going to say in 10 years. Yeah. Um, and I know we're kind of on the fence about, because it, hey, you know what, it's, it was 50 bucks, you know, that's one thing. 50 bucks is a lot, especially when we're 
so accustomed to having every pay-per-view, you know, 10 bucks a month, you know, with the WWE Network. And uh, unless you're going to, you know, buy like, well, even like the G1, you know, all I had to do was uh, uh, I ordered the New Japan World for a month. It was nine bucks or 10 bucks or whatever, whatever the conversion rate is from, uh, I think it's yen, I think, if I'm mistaken. But, uh, like, it was kind of a big decision, at least for me, you know, because, you know, 50 bucks is kind of a lot of money. But uh, I know you ordered it. I ordered it. Did you watch it on the um, on the uh, Bleacher Report live app? I did watch it on the Bleacher Report live app. And um, <laughs> it started off almost as a train wreck because I was, you know, trying to get the app to work. And I kept running into all sorts of issues. And, you know, I had to, you know, I was, you know, praise God for... Uh, the uh, the guy um, on Bleacher Report, who, whoever was like fielding Bleacher Reports uh, Twitter, uh, Bleacher Report Bleacher Report Live's um, support Twitter account. Um, you know, he got me through everything, and you know, because like when I first logged on, because I'm sitting there like watching the the buy-in on Facebook, and I'm sitting there thinking like myself, like, damn, I just paid fifty bucks, like I can't even watch the buy-in. So, like, when I got on Twitter, like, I didn't want to be that guy that's like, oh, you know, okay, okay, I can't watch, I can't watch it. Um, So then I just, you know, found Bleacher Report Live's support account, slid into the DMs, you know, hey, what's going on? Guy walked me through it, you know, and I guess, like, apparently I had created another Bleacher Report account. So the two kind of, you know, like, touched each other and he knocked off one and was like yeah you know you're looking at the test screen you know just go straight through the live so i was able to catch um the vi- well not even the very end like after the uh the casino uh battle royal but um yeah i mean outside of that i mean it was it was a good experience i, I saw a lot of reviews about bleacher report lives streaming i'm just like oh damn like i was kind of nervous about dropping 50 bucks and it went low but i mean it was a good experience yeah, I didn't really have any trouble myself. Um, I, I think like, um, and it was weird. Like, I got home just in time. Like, it was, this was, mind you, this is my wife and I's anniversary weekend. So this is how cool my wife is. Is uh, you know, we had a bunch of stuff planned. She's like, you know what? You want to watch your wrestling? We're gonna go home early so you can watch your wrestling. You know, we we're visiting my dad and all that. So uh, props to my wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to her for that. Um, so we got home, and, uh, you know, I got got all situated, got my drink, I got some snacks, you know, because I'm like, hey, it's a long night of wrestling, I'm going to be ready to go. Uh, through the the app on, on the Roku, because uh, we watched a little bit, I had it on my dad's for a minute, and then and then we ended up coming on home, and then I, so that's why I was kind of delayed with stuff, so I, I threw the app on my Roku, and... Because originally I was I was casting it from my phone, so so that was that was like a weird thing. We were we were, we were casting it on my dad's TV, and it was like a um, it it was a smoother experience than I thought. But when I got home to put it on the actual pay per view itself, what had happened was I, I got that that weird buffering here and there. But I all I did was like rewind it and then fast forward it, and it was fine. So it worked out okay. Um, oh, and my, my computer's making noises. I think it did. I don't know. I don't know if that picked up on the thing, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I just, 
I gotta say that, like, I can't stress enough how much of a breath of fresh air is. Now, I'm not gonna be one of those fanboys that's it. And I, I use the term fanboy very loosely, but I'm not gonna be that person that is like, oh, they're gonna take over the world and you're in trouble now, Vince. I, and in certain aspects, I think WWE is in a little bit of trouble. Um, if yeah. not, they're just gonna have to, they're gonna be forced to, to change up whatever they're doing. And um, kind of just to piggyback off of the mini episode from yesterday, that's very evident in uh, Monday Night Raw. They actually got the second lowest rating of the year. Um, and, uh, and you can't even really blame it on being uh, a holiday episode because it's it's Memorial Day. It's a Monday. So you know people are at home because they all have to go back to work, you know? Right. So I don't even really think you can blame it on it just being a holiday episode. I really think that they were lazy because I'll tell you what – this this freaking episode, it was 47 minutes in, and we got one match between Shane McMahon and uh, fake Roman Reigns. Well, I mean, in, in the group chat, I don't know if you, like, I think you, you like, hopped in and out, but, like, even in the group chat, like, <laughs> Siren was out almost, like, 17 minutes in. And, exactly. And, and, and Brian was like, oh, that's a record, you know, but... You know, at, at this point, man, I feel like right now, like, I don't even think WWE is even giving the middle finger to the fans. I think they honestly don't know what to do. They they, they have not been in this position in over, was it 16, 17 years, I want to say, when since did, uh, they, they, they purchased WCW. Yeah, and we can't even really say it's been like... It, from like the 2000s because by like 98 they were kicking their ass you know so right so you you think like right now like i think that you know wwe has been so accustomed to doing whatever it is they wanted to do you know they can put out you know a shit product fans are going to watch because it's the only thing on on mondays and tuesdays they can put out you know they'll give you like a you know, uh, uh, a cock tease and be like, you know, they'll give you like one amazing ass raw from like beginning to end. And it's, and it's probably maybe been on like, we can count on one hand how many times, like if we check the group chat, how many times we've said like, okay, this raw is, you know, this was a good raw with, with probably two fingers left over. But I think right now, honestly, like Vince and, you know, all the other writers, I mean, you know, I, I feel so sorry for Bruce Pitcher right now. I know, like, I love Bruce, and he, he just went yeah. back. Huh? I, I, yeah, I love Bruce, and he just went back, you know? Yeah, and I, and I feel I feel sorry for him, man, but um, right now, man, I mean, I, I really think it's, 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 <laughs> WWE really does not know what to do at this point right now, and, 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 it's, and it's evident. I mean, we can say, like, okay, you know, like I just said, I mean, you know, we can say they gave the fans a middle finger Monday and Tuesday, but I think right now it's like, the best thing that they have going for them is unfiltered Sami Zayn, depending on, you know, which, you know, source you read. Yeah. And, 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 this, and this impending Bray Wyatt, you know, character, however that unfolds. So, I mean... <sighs> if they even let it unfold, I mean, you see what they did with... Uh, remember when they did those teases with uh, Emma, the Emmalina thing? And then yeah. they just they just dropped it. And they've done that before. And WWE, they're, they're very good at just having something that they tease or having an angle going and then just dropping it the next week like nothing's ever happened yeah, uh, GTV exactly you know and and, yeah. but, and that's something that went on for a while but like 
Uh, like this whole thing of Alistair Black. I know that's your boy, and I love Alistair Black too, but I know you really love Alistair Black. And um, they had him wrestling regularly on Raw and SmackDown. Dude is even on Mania. And now they just have him come cutting these weird promos. And I have a feeling that they're just going to ra- throw him on a random match. Like like nothing is nothing is even going to happen or, or come of these promos. I feel like honestly, and, and, and I hate to say this, it, it just popped into my mind. I feel like with these little backstage uh, promos, they're going to end up running him after like Kevin Thorne. Oh like, my he, God. He, like, the, the vampire gimmick and the, the, the bootleg ECW. No, oh I feel, God! <laughs> I feel, I feel like they're gonna like parade. I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm, like, I swear to God, like I see it now. Like they're gonna end up parading him out there in like an all black, you know, suit, and he's gonna come out like with his hands, you know, almost like in a in a sadistic priest manner, and he's gonna be like this pompous, arrogant, you know, like he's gonna lose his charisma, and I mean, like the black mass will stay, but I feel like they're gonna water down the intensity of his character and they oh, yeah. make him like this 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 druid drone you know almost like doc, um, you know like I just see I just see him ruining it like what? I really do dude look at what they did with Ricochet man Ricochet was was amazing and I and Ricochet is still awesome but I don't know this is it's really such a small thing to bitch about but th- the stupid sound effects in his entrance yeah, like yeah. that's stupid, man. Like it's, uh, it's, it's. T- they, here's what the problem is, and 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 now I'm gonna start sounding like those those angry little fans, you know. Um, but it's the truth, though. This part, at least to me, it's the truth. Where you have a, a kick-ass act, like you got like your ricochets, you got your your Alistair Blacks, and even going back, you know, you had Tyler Breeze, you had. Uh, who, even the Ascension, right? These guys were all, like, unstoppable, and they were so badass when they were in NXT. And then they get brought up to the main roster, and at first we're, we're like, oh, this is great, this is great, they're on the main roster. Uh, and then they just completely ruin them. They, they turn them into cartoon characters to the point where now when I hear that one of my favorites is getting called up to the main roster, I kind of get sad because I know what to expect at this point. <laughs> Like, right. leave Adam Cole alone, leave Johnny Gargano alone, let them just stay down, leave Ciampa down there, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just... No, I, I, go ahead. No, and I was going to say, I, I totally agree, man, because, you know, like, when you were naming those teams, like, <clears throat> you look at AOP. Yeah, you yeah. The, you look at the Revival. I mean, guys that were, you know, like, you know, big shit down in NXT, which, you know, NXT is wrestling. And then it's like you get called up to, you know, it's like you're, 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 you're honestly going from, you know, NXT, which is wrestling, to Monday Night Raw, which is like Modern Family. Like you're going on like a three hour sitcom. It is. And, and these, and these guys, like, you know, like you can almost see it now. Like Adam Cole is probably in the midst of like, you know, an amazing storyline right now with the Undisputed Era. Exactly. You know, I, I, I have my own you know ideas for the undisputed era if you know i was in charge but i'm not but yeah is what it is but like you can see adam cole you know like either turning on a group or the group turning on him and instead of him being like a kick-ass baby face that like you know makes it and wins the nxt title you can see him appearing on like monday night raw like doing like hot sauce down his pants gimmicks you know, with like Carmella and like R-Truth, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like you could just see them like being, 
you know, like just doing like dumb shit and yeah. just devaluing the character. And, and like I said, and, and like you know, before we get too far off topic, mm-hmm. like I said to you, you know, and and you know, pre-production, I I, I don't want to bash WWE. No, I, I still I love WWE, man. I mean, I mean, I, I you know, I, I invested so much. You know, I'm a huge fan. I'm actually pulling for WWE. I want them to be good each and every single week. But to me, like at this point right now, I mean, yes, AWE was a breath of fresh air. Yes, it was something that we needed. Yes, I am looking forward to next month's show. Yes, I am even thinking about taking a road trip at the end of August. Yes, I am looking to the we, GNT yeah, show. We need to talk about that off the air because uh, I've, uh, I'm really considering that as well. Absolutely. But it's like with WWE, man, it's kind of like and I, I'm, I might have made mention to this like in, in previous podcasts WWE is like a cheating girlfriend <laughs> that you want you want them to do right and act right and it's like each and every single week they keep telling you like yeah I'm not going to go out and cheat I'm not going to go out and cheat and then at the end of the night you found out they cheated and then they give you one good raw and it's like oh god you know she stayed in we made love we had sex it was mind blowing I'm going to propose and then it's like the following Monday, and then Brock you know, Lesnar wins the money in the bank <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just like, fuck, oh, man. It's like just, just like you know, be consistent, and 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 you know, I, I don't, I don't want to go too far. Of, you know what we may talk about today. But, exactly. Yeah. No. You but, know what? But, I, go ahead. Go ahead. But no, no, I was gonna say I don't want to go too far because I know this is going to be a topic that we're going to talk about later in the podcast. But when you listen to the podcast that came out today, it gives you a peek behind the curtain as to how really how shitty things really are behind the scenes more than we even knew exactly and you're referring to the uh talk is jericho episode with john moxley and we uh we talked about that i actually interview and it wasn't like you said it wasn't him bashing the wwe like he did bash the creative uh creative uh what's the word i'm looking for process i guess and mm-hmm. and like the writing and all that stuff and in one way or another, kind of confirmed what we as, you know, the quote-unquote smart fans um, have speculated with them not letting these guys be themselves and just uh, just writing terrible shit. And then, you know, you got guys, you know, Cody Rhodes is an example. We're talking about AEW. I mean, he wanted to leave just because they wouldn't let him be Cody Rhodes, you know? They that stupid-ass right. Stardust gimmick, and they, they wouldn't let him do anything else. Dean Ambrose, you know, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Honestly, guys, go, you know, when you're done downloading this a hundred times, go to uh, Talk is Jericho and uh, download the Emancipation of uh, of John Moxley. It's an amazing episode. I kind of want to listen to it again, personally. I, I never go back to listen to a podcast episode, but that one was very intriguing, you know? I'm like you. I, I actually thought about, I, I may actually go back. And, and give it another listen because I do feel like there were things that I, I may have missed um, and it was some very disheartening things that you know like it, it, I mean it's, it's, it was just some very disheartening things that you know like I, I got it, I got into it um, I can't even say I got into it but I probably I, I call it what it is I got into it um, with a guy on one of these forums the other day you love those forums <laughs> I do, man. It's like before I used to be a troll on there. I'm not gonna lie. Like I used to, you know. But I, 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 I kind of like scour the different articles to see, um, you know, what some of the people put on there. 
So, you know, an article came up about, you know, Dean, and it was like shortly after, you know, he premiered Saturday night. And it was another guy in there, he was saying, you know, kind of shared a lot of the same sentiments that I, I shared about, um, you know, like, it's good to see, like, Moxley uncaged. And <laughs> some guy was saying, like, well, what do you mean, you know, to see him uncaged? You know, he 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 handled his character terribly and you know he he never he never was able to like uh be the face of the company and i'm like you do realize that dean ambrose was john moxley like or john moxley like diet diet john moxley like no matter like he couldn't be himself and 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 even before i listened to the podcast today he said the same things that i was saying in the pot in in that in that form in that that chat and you know and the guy was saying like well, he couldn't. He couldn't handle the company, or he couldn't carry the company. It's like, fuck. He he was behind, you know, like WWE's new Golden Boy, and then he was behind like Triple H's favorite. So I mean, it's like the only other favorite person that he was, you know, like I mean, and it's it's not well documented, but I mean, it's kind of out there. He was a certain Chicago native's favorite. So I don't know if like he kind of got pushed to like third wheel because of his alignment with a certain individual, but it's like you know he he honestly could have been he really should have been the leader of the shield. He has the charisma, he had you know the mic skills, you know his 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 antics. I mean he was you know what WWE should have been, you know what it could have been what it could have been I mean he could have been everything that WWE was actually looking for if they would have just taken the reins off of him no pun intended and just let him do what it was that he needed to do yeah no I get it um yeah and you'll have people that, that'll say stuff like that and then it's you know these are people that have that only watch the E you know they only watch what's on on TV and what's presented to them um you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of wrestling out there, and there's a lot of I, I always love looking up like these guys' past matches, like like the CZW matches with Moxley and the indie matches with you know Tyler Black. You know, I here's the thing, and I, I'm not gonna be like that guy, but I like Tyler Black when he was in ROH feuding with yep. Austin Aries, and then I remember seeing a Seth Rollins dark match back in the day, like, on a SmackDown. So, like, I, I I still love me. Seth Rollins probably one of my favorite wrestlers anyways. But, like, there was so much more that they did back in the day. And, and yes, there's a lot of things that are restricted in the E with these guys. And I think that to kind of steer back to the uh, to the uh, episode here, top that episode topic here, it's uh, AEW is letting these guys wrestle they're not right. it's not just a a segment it, it, they're just letting these guys go out and wrestle like for example like the, you're looking at the buy-in right starts immediately immediately with the battle royal no pop and circumstance like they they start with the the battle royal um there was maybe a couple of, maybe one, i think it was actually only one vintage and that was just to hype the dustin and cody match and yeah. I think other than that and the belt presentation, which was important, which beautiful title belt, by the way. Absolutely. That was the only like real 
non-wrestling segment on Double or Nothing. I think they did have one backstage promo with uh, Kylie Ray and uh, Leva Bates. And I um, can't remember the other, the other librarian. It's, it's going to kill me now. I can't remember this. but uh, I know exactly you're talking about. I can't even call his name. Damn it. That's going to kill me now. Um, but that was it. And I, honestly, I think that may have been on the pre-show. I'm not sure. but um, yeah, It was. It was. It was? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't really... I don't remember anything that was... And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. And that's probably why I enjoy NXT so much. Because it goes right into the wrestling. I know if I tune on, if I turn on Raw, and I've done this, like especially now that it's getting nicer outside, and we're, you know, that's, you know, we're able to kind of, you know, do stuff uh, outside, you know, going out to the park and whatever. I know that if I don't get home right at eight o'clock, I'm probably not going to miss anything on Raw or SmackDown. I could probably tune in a half hour in and then see a match. Uh, but let's, you know, let's talk about. Double or Peter Avalon, that's his name, Peter Avalon. Okay, yes, thank you. Jesus, just yeah. killing me there. Um, <laughs> so the uh, the uh, Casino Royale Battle Royal, um, I actually have it on the background right now, and tons of huge names in here, tons, and um, tons of names that I've had, had the opportunity to meet, but like, you got MJF in there, which, I, this yeah. guy's gonna be a damn star. Joey Janela. Uh, and and then you got guys that it, it's like a nice variety. You have Glacier in there. You had Billy Gunn in there, uh, Tommy Dreamer, and then there was even some guys that I can't. Hey, I've never seen these guys before, like a Michael Michael Nakazawa, um, and uh, I think it's I'm trying to think of anybody else that was uh, that kind of stood out here. There was the one guy, the 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 amputee guy. Yeah, that that kind of blew my damn mind. Yeah. Uh, Jungle yeah. Boy. I, I mean, I've heard of him, but I've never seen him. But yeah. uh, and Luchasaurus. <laughs> I love Luchasaurus. Yeah. Uh, Luchasaurus. But like, it's such a variety. I mean, did you? What were some moments that, that just from that match alone? Like, did you have anything that kind of stuck out? Well, first off, I mean, a lot of like the out of the ring spots were you know they really caught me off guard. You know, it was good. It was good to see uh, you know Sean Spears back in the ring again, uh, or you know, formerly known as Ty Dillinger. Um, it was good to see him back in the ring and, you know, kind of like, it, it was good to see, you know, and I'll, and I'll say this, one of the many things that I'm, I'm really looking forward to AEW, and just like you said, like with this, with this Royale, with this Battle Royale, is you, you're going to get, and you also got a chance to see a lot of talent that you wouldn't ordinarily see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you said, like Joey Janela, um, you know, Hangman Page, Ty Dillon actually wrestled, um, you know, like just I mean, guys that you know can wrestle, guys that like if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you know of, but you wouldn't really know unless you are watching like CZW and Evolve and ROH and New Japan. Like they're they're actually going to bring wrestling to the fans. Mm-hmm. So when I'm sitting there watching that battle royal and I'm watching like drop kicks and flying spots and you know like scissor press and you know, her Karanas and all sorts of, you know, different stuff like, you know, um, just just everything. I'm just everything. I mean, you know, not even just, you know, the, the Battle Royale, but, you know, even, you know, like the match immediately, fo- well, I don't know if it's immediately following, but it was like probably like a match or two after uh, with SoCal Uncensored. But it's just the fact that you get yeah. to see a lot of guys that when you're scouring these wrestling forums or if you're watching these streams, you're going to actually see wrestling and it's going to be mainstream 
and it's going to be guys that you may have heard of and it's like oh shit this guy's like uber talented you know that's 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 what I like about AEW because it's bringing in the who's who of and, and this is in by no shape form or fashion any kind of disrespect to anybody that's that's like doing this craft but it's the who's who of the no names if you will you know after you get kind of like bogged down by you know your Roman Reigns and your Eliases and your uh, Baron Corbins and things like that you're getting to see a lot of these guys that made an impact, you know, throughout the wrestling industry. And yeah. it's like, oh, you know, there are, there is much, there's, it's like a whole new realm of wrestling that's been like unleashed to the viewers now. Yeah. No, like, for example, I've never, I think I've seen Luchasaurus once at a, at an indie show. And I could be wrong. Um, but like, I mean, I love that guy. Um, Marco Stunt. You know, the old tiny guy just getting thrown around, whooping everybody's ass. But, um, yeah, man, there was... Oh, it's, by the way, Joey Janela. I think Siren uh, has uh, some heat with uh, Joey, Jan- J- Joey Janela because he almost hit her with a ladder uh, when we went a couple couple months ago. Or, or I think, like, yeah, I think it was uh, Janela and Tom Lawler. And, uh, no, it, I know it wasn't Tom. It was her, him and Tim Dons, but uh, the ladder kind of came into the crowd. The rusty, nasty ladder, but uh. Wait, was that was that the show where the blood splattered and Siren almost got blood on her? Um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there was uh, there was uh, some uh, some shenanigans with a wiffle ball bat and uh, and <laughs> thumbtacks after that. Gotcha. So uh, gotcha. yeah, but you know, you know, YOLO, I guess, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> but like, no, it, this it, it's a breath of fresh air, and the cool thing, and this is why I bring up the uh, the Casino Battle Royale, is that not all those guys are signed the contract. So this is cool that it's a working relationship with these other guys on the Indies. Uh, Tony Khan even came out and said when they they confirmed John Moxley signing that yeah he's he's a full time AEW guy. He signed to a multi year contract. But uh, he's cool. It's cool for me if he does some indie dates. You never see right. that from from Vince or, or anybody in the E. You know, you wouldn't see that from half the guys in Impact. You know, unless unless it's going to directly benefit Impact. Right. That's right. that's just uh, it's it's insane. You know. And I think that's gonna that's gonna be the one thing that ultimately is going to is. That right there is going to is going to bring the wrestling business back alive, right back alive. Because you don't know who's going to show up. You said what now? Because you don't know who's going to show up. Right, right. That's true. Because you know when you when you have guys like, I mean, just all right. Case in point, like when Mike Bennett becomes a free agent in the next three months or so. Well, yeah, he they got to do something with him, man. Or he's they got to let him do something. Dude, I mean, they they first off, I'm not gonna go down that. They I'm ruined him, but. Oh yeah, I mean you, you gave him his wife's last name. I'm kind of bullshit, but anyway, um, like when he becomes a free agent, okay, like to me, I'm sorry, it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to be an AEW. I mean, yeah, he, he, or I mean, go back to ROH. Huh? He can go back to ROH too. He, he, he could go back to ROH and and you know be the man again. Um, but I think that you know a guy like that that has that much talent that went through what he did. I mean, like, it's no reason why Mike Bennett should not be an Intercontinental Champion right now. It's no reason why Mike Bennett should not be 
uh, competing against Seth Rollins for the Universal title. I no. mean, the dude is like very talented, you know. But I mean, when you get a guy like that, I mean, you know, he 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 becomes a free agent in three months. He sits down with Cody. He sits down with Tony, and says, you know, look, this is what I want to do. You know, I want to be, you know, here I want to do blah blah blah. And then it's like you see him show up on whatever night TNT's show is for him. But then it's like you get a chance to see him go wrestle, you know, Juice Robinson over in New Japan. Or he goes to, you know, fight, uh, you know, Davey Edwards in, you know, ROH. Like, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just get to see these different matches. And I think that any wrestler that's associated with AEW, they now have this stamp on them. Wherever they go, it's like AEW is going to be like this hub, if you will, for wrestlers. And when they go out all over the place, they're going to say, you know, such and such from AEW is facing, you know, this indie talent. And then that's just going to bring even more attention back to AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they did it before before that. And, like, when they were going to random indie shows and signing guys, doing angles. You had, they had the angle with Jericho and Kenny. Um, you also had uh, the, the match with Pac and... Uh, and Adam Page, you know, a week before, you know, with whatever this whole issue is with Pac, I hope it gets cleared up because I'm like, I really want to see him in AEW, you know. Um, I really think that because did you watch the match with with Hangman and Pac, the one they put on YouTube? I, I saw snippets of it. I saw okay. snippets of it. So they did a promo after where like, I think uh, Page won by DQ, and then uh, and then uh, Pac beat the crap out of him like that's the the injured knee and all that and he says like yeah you know the only reason i wanted to come to ew was to hurt you and i did it here so i'm not coming to ew i really think that that was an angle i think it might be maybe like a a visa issue you know maybe some guy kind of held off of that and he wasn't going to be able to make it in time so that's why they had hangman go go to uh to the uk you know I just really think so because they actually asked Tony Khan about it in one of the post the post show interviews, and he was kind of dancing around it a little bit. He's like, "Well, you know, things didn't work out at this time. You know, things are it's kind of you know it's a timing thing." So I'm thinking, I'm like, "Okay, we said timing thing. I'm more than willing to think that it's a, a like a work visa thing, you know?" Yeah, that's that that's that's just my opinion. Of course, I don't know how you know. I mean, you very well could be right. I mean, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, I like the fact that anybody can show up, and uh, and I, I think that you know they're already promoting the the Fighter Fest show. They're already promoting the uh, Fight for the Fallen shows. I, I would like to know when the official uh, date of the TNT show would be, like the start date. I'm assuming it's probably in the fall lineup. But Which would uh, be better. yeah, it makes more sense, you know, especially at that point. You know, if they are going to go to Tuesday nights, which is the the, the highly rumored night that it's going to be um then then you know wwe would already be on on uh, fox so you wouldn't have to worry about anything like that any kind of competition right. and they did come out and say that they're not trying to not trying to go head to head they're just trying to do their own thing and I, I i respect that you know yeah and i mean it's 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 <sighs> i would almost want them not to go head to head with wwe no there's no point think, they're too I, different i think honestly like if you if you force <laughs> if you almost force WWE's hand, you're you're going to get something from them that you've never seen before. 
And I think that you know, and, and and I, I could be giving WWE a little bit too much credit. I mean, you know, um, there's a certain um, there's a certain wrestling account that's on Twitter uh, that both you and I follow, and it's notorious for breaking news. And they put up something that was sort of like a bombshell news drop that's coming tomorrow. So I'm kind of anxious to see like what that's about. When we and get I'm off the air. When we get off here, you gotta let me know because I I follow too many, so you need to let yeah. me know who it is. All right, got you. All right, so like I want to see like I really I, you know like if if AEW goes head to head with um WWE, I wouldn't be surprised like at that point because now here now here you are you're in full. What what is the the biggest sport? That takes place in the fall. Football. Mm-hmm. What is Vince launching? XFL. So I wouldn't be surprised that, like, if you know, like, if fall comes, Vince is more focused on launching, um, you know, the XFL. Is that this and year, or is it? When does it launch? Is it? Th- that's right. It is twenty twenty. That's right. I almost, almost kind of got excited. But they're like, doing it after the uh, after the the Super Bowl, right? I think so. Okay. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Vince finally, you know, listens to, you know, the all of us and finally, you know, passes everything over to Trips. Because, you know, like, Trips, Trips is, like, chomping at the bit right now. Like, you know, we've, are, we've read all the articles about how, um, you know, he and Vince have been having, like, you know, disagreements and haven't seen eye to eye. And, you know, Vince is, you know, kind of like, you know, just totally oblivious to like what the fans want and then you know they kind of paraded all of the McMahons out there and told everybody that they're going to get what they want to get and none of that came to fruition none of it but um yeah I wouldn't be surprised if like you know AEW kind of forces WWE's hand and then like they put trips in control of WWE and you start getting like Five star matches like on Raw, you know, like hell of five pay per views without bringing in like you know old timers or quote unquote past legends. So I mean, it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens, man. Yeah. Um, so let's bounce back to uh, to Double or Nothing. Um, one match that I, this is the one I had to go back and watch because I wasn't able to see it live. That was like uh, Kip Sapien versus Sammy Guevara. Really like that match. Um, I tell you what, man. The one thing that really stood out to me, and I, obviously the obvious thing that that's going to stand out is Cody and Dustin, uh, in particular how bloody and violent it was. But that obviously that match told an amazing story. But um, I think the women on this show did an amazing match. You know, our yeah. amazing amazing job because you had the uh, of course you had the the three way which turned into a fatal four way of uh, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Kyla Ray, and of course the surprise of Awesome Kong. Um, who looks yeah. great, by the way. Like, she definitely dropped some weight, and, you know, definitely, you know, in really good shape. Um, but then the, uh, the Joshi style, the, uh, the, uh, the six way, or the six woman tag with, uh, a lot of people I've never seen other than Aja Kong, you know? Uh, did you, what'd you think of the, of the women's bouts? Well, we know one somebody they love, and that was Sasha Banks. Um, oh yeah, yeah, dude. She was <laughs> she live tweeting. Oh my god, she's just trying to yeah. get fired. You said what now? She's trying to get fired. 
Yeah, she is. I mean, she she she, she doesn't care, man. She doesn't care. No, she doesn't care at all. But um, no, I mean, it was it was it was good to see. Um, it was good to see women wrestle. Um, and like instead of seeing again, and 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 I'm trying my absolute damnness to not shit on the WWE product, but it was good to actually see like women wrestlers wrestle. I'm talking about like you know like you know takedowns, you know like leg sweeps, all sorts of just like legitimate wrestling moves that you would see like an Apollo Crews do when he was on the Indies, you know, the Prince Devitt do. Like it's, it, it was good to see like women wrestlers like unleashed, and I think honestly like that probably would be a good environment for Sasha because you know everybody kind of says like Sasha has this this notion if you will for you know like botching a lot of maneuvers but the thing about Sasha the reason that she quote unquote botches a lot of maneuvers is because they toned down her style so much from when she was on the indies so if she were in that environment of an AEW where she could just like be Sasha Banks you know like just just you know let it all hang out she would probably flourish in that but I mean, you know, like, and like you said, I mean, it was six women I never heard of, but I'm sitting there like, usually like when a women's match comes on, like WWE, I'm like, oh, okay, time for me to go make my lunch or, you know, yeah, I mean, have a bathroom it, break. It has gotten a lot better though. You got to admit that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it has, it has, but I mean, it, it, if, and if I'm, if I'm being truthfully honest, I mean, um, it has gotten better, but it does also leave a lot to be desired as well. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there are some matches where like, well, how many times you know, do I did we prior to Mania did we have to see Sasha and Bailey or some some kind of combination of her Bailey and Natalia take on the Riot Squad? But, and that's true too. It was and like every 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 damn week, and it was the same yeah. damn match. It was a uh, that I think that's what what a lot of people complain about is that there's just a lot of uh, it's a lot of the same shit. You know, exactly. There was, a, and this exactly. this will be kind of be like the last, hopefully the last uh, knock I have on WWE. But I think it was two or three weeks ago. Raw opened with the Miz and Roman Reigns, the real long promo segment. SmackDown opened with the Miz and Roman Reigns, the nightly same thing. I'm like, this wild card rule sucks, by the way, because there's no yeah. variety. You're just having the same fucking show. Uh, two nights in a row, and it's like I—I'm I, gonna be honest with you. I didn't—I didn't even watch SmackDown last night. I have no idea what happened. You know, I'm sure I didn't miss much. I was gonna say I'm—I'm I'm, from whatever didn't miss anything. Yeah, because I'm like Raw was so bad that I'm like I'm just going to go to bed early, or I'm gonna watch anything else. I mean, you know what? Lion King was on Channel Five last night. It was on ABC, so I watched Lion King and fell asleep. Damn, I'm sorry I missed that. Yeah, I know, right? So it was just that's where I'm at. But um, no, I, kind of getting back to women, I, I really think that um, that people, you know, the the one thing I like about AEW is they're very inclusive. You know, with, with Nyla Rose, uh, Sunny Kiss, you know, um, and then going back to that match. Uh, first of all, Britt Baker's got a hell of a super kick. I've met yeah. Britt Baker multiple times. Uh, I've seen her wrestle multiple times. Uh, she's awesome. And um, I'm, I really think that she is going to be that centerpiece of the women's division. You can kind of see them setting that up. She was, I think, their first official signing period that wasn't a member of the elite. 
so that's pretty awesome. And then, um, and then of course the uh, the the Japanese Joshi six woman tag, which was which is cool. Kind of cool seeing Aja Kong in the ring. I haven't seen her since like the nineties. And and like I, and this is this is where I'm I'm kind of like out of the loop. But I mean, you know, I, I'm not really familiar with like foreign women wrestlers. Um, with the except for like with the exception like you know Kyrie Singh, I, I was somehow I was I was familiar with her before she came, and it wasn't because of the Mae Young Classic, but I, like for some I, something I may have saw her in before. So like when the name was mentioned, it wasn't a foreign name, like no pun intended. But it was I was familiar with her, but you know, like some of the other ones, like you know, uh, Emi Sakura, like I've never heard of those names before. So, mm-hmm. no, and and that's you know, but that's the beauty of this. You know, we're, we're going to see a lot of new people that we've never seen before, and you'll you'll get your favorites. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really pumped about that. What did you What did you think about uh, Cody and Dustin? That was that was a tearjerker, man. Like that was that was probably one of the best matches that I've ever seen, like written out, um, in the in a ring. Yeah, I mean, like all you know, blood aside, all entrance gimmicks aside. Yeah, it told a it story. Pro- it probably was up there with. I want to say I, I want to put it up there, even 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 without you know the internet, whatever. Um, it was probably up there with the the Austin Pillman storyline. And the Triple H Orton storyline. Not only did you know about, but you value, you respected, you 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 knew who had like you know blood ties. Um, you you liked where Cody branched off, became like his own man, and then you always followed Dustin, even from Dead Dustin or whatever the case may be, and. You knew their father. You loved their father. You know, seeing like both of Dusty's sons battling it out. You know, it was. I mean, it was. It was. It was a phenomenal match. I mean, <laughs> you know, like <sighs> seriously, seriously. I mean, you, you you really can't say enough. I mean, it was one of those matches where no matter who won, you loved it. Even though, like towards like the tail end of it, I kind of had like a little inkling that Cody would go over. It made sense for him to go over, but I mean, like when it was all said and done, I mean, it was it was a phenomenal match, and it, it, it was probably it was match of the night. Bottom line, it was oh, match of the night. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, from from a storytelling standpoint, hundred percent. Yeah, um, and then of course the nice thing about it too, and this is without a TV deal, it set up right. it set up the the next match with him and Dustin taking on the Bucks, which will be a lot of fun. And uh, I'm not sure if that's taking place before the rematch with the Bucks and the Lucha Bros. Because I know they're doing a rematch in, in Mexico. I have to find out the dates of that. But um, that that set that up. And then, um, you know, if, if you're you know speaking of the, of the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks. If, if, if Cody and Dustin was the match of the night for storytelling, then... The, the spot fest of the night was Lucha Bros versus the uh, the Young Bucks, and I use that term spot fest uh, as a compliment. <laughs> you know, some people will, will look at that as like a derogatory term, but that was one of those like, holy shit, what are they gonna do next? Literally, you know. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, what do you think of the tag match? Uh, 
So that was a match that I was even surprised to see the Young Bucks even manage to, you know, walk out at the end of the night. Um, I thought somebody was going to catch a stinger or end up like being carted out because those guys are putting their bodies on the line. And, you know, I know how, you know, I, I know how wild, you know, uh, Phoenix is. I know how wild Pentagon Jr. is. I know how, like, athletic the Young Bucks are. So to actually be able to see this on, American soil, so to speak. I mean, with the exception of like, yeah, they're, they're in impact a lot. You know, yeah, MLW. I mean, but I mean, like to see it, like you know, showcased as like, you know, not. I mean, it's it's kind. Of, I don't know what the word I'm kind of like. like it was on it a big stage. It was. It was on a very big stage. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't lost in the shuffle of like a normal TV tape, and it was like it had its own. It was like here you go, boys. Have at it. Do it. What you will. And I mean, these guys, like, I mean, they. Beat the shit out of each other. They kicked the shit out of each other. They flipped and like when um, I don't know if that was Matt or Nick that DDT Pentagon on the top turnbuckle from like a, a, a pseudo suplex. Like I'm sitting there in the living room just like marking out. Like, oh shit! Like it was it was so many it was so many moves that I'm, I'm 38. I've been a wrestling fan ever since I was about four or five, and I like to think that like no matter what organization I've ever watched. Okay, it's nothing I can see right now. Like, you know, it's nothing that can wow me. I think like the last time I've ever gotten wild by a wrestling move was the first time that I ever saw like a Canadian destroyer. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> and to like see a lot of the moves that those guys did, it was just like Jesus. Like, you know, like I forgot, I forgot what it was. Like, um, it might have been Pentagon again because he's like the Daredevil out of the two brothers. He did like a, like a, a. a it was almost like a DDT to like Matt, like on the ring apron. And I'm oh, just like, I'm no, like he, he did, it was a destroyer on the ring apron. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a destroyer. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, was actually, it was a destroyer on the ring apron. And how Matt was able to get up <laughs> is beyond me. And, and I, I was, was just like, I'm, <laughs> I I'm, was, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there like hovering over my iPad, like, oh shit. And like he was holding his, both of them were like holding their necks, holding their head, you know. The, 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 the Lucha Bros were like limping, and I mean like legit limping too. Like it was just like like that. That yeah, I mean like you like you just said. I mean Cody and Dustin match of the night. It narrowly beats out that match. Yeah. And then uh, quickly here before we wrap up, man, let's talk about the main event. He had uh, Jericho, Judas himself, taking on uh, Kenny Omega. Um, I love the I love the entrance from Jericho with the tribute to all the iterations of his of his uh, career. You know, uh-huh. got the Lionheart, he had the list <laughs> like that, and then uh, of course the the Y two J with the uh, with the uh, the light up jacket. Uh, and it's so funny because like I remember I was actually watching the, the Bucks and uh, Lucha Bros match back, and I watched this one back. And my wife was sitting with me, and like she looked up like when Jericho actually when they showed the real Jericho she's like is that Chris Jericho you know because he looks so different now you know yeah. Um, yeah you know for people who haven't seen him you know in New Japan and whatnot. but um first of all I love I love the theme music it's I don't know why it's literally on my gym mix you know and I don't listen to a lot of rock music but uh, I absolutely love of uh, the uh the new gimmick and uh Kenny's new music is good I, I gotta it's gotta grow on me you know it's a little little slower pace than I thought it would be 
But uh, I, Kenny got his nose broke pretty early in this match. So yeah. I think that kind of hindered... Like, it wasn't... I'll, I'll say it wasn't their best match. I think their best match was the Wrestle Kingdom match. By far. But this was fun. And uh, I think he, with with Hangman being set up as the first contender for the championship, I didn't think they were going to do Kenny and Hangman right away. So I think that in that first championship match, you want like the popular up-and-comer. And then you want the name recognition so then i i really thought from the get-go as soon as they announced it it was going to be for the other number one contender for the championship or whatever uh i i kind of figured jericho would go for plus he's never beaten omega so that's i don't know what did you think of the uh the new finisher though the the judas effect the back elbow (laughs) um i don't know man i mean it was like a like a it was like a like a spinning bionic elbow. It's what it was, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, it was just kind of like... Because, like, when... I don't know. Like, I was watching the whole match, and when they were commenting on the Judas effect, I'm sitting there like, did he do something I missed? Because they were hyping it up, and I'm like, I, I personally was not, like, all that kind of... And, and I'm like, you too. Like, you know, once you saw him at Wrestle Kingdom, which was a phenomenal match, um... That that definitely was. I mean, the the the, the very last time what was it the, the second because this is the third time they wrestled, right? This is um, I think it's a second one on one match, and I think they did another. They did that tag match of like Jericho and the Bucks versus like Kenny, Cody, and Marty, like on the Jericho okay. cruise. Yeah, but okay, uh, so yeah, this was the second one on one. To my knowledge, I could be wrong. So. Their last match at Wrestle Kingdom was phenomenal. It was a five-star match. Um, definitely thought for whatever reason Jericho was going to go over, but I'm glad he put Omega over, especially, you know, like being on Omega's territory. Um, this match right here, honestly, um, it left a lot to be desired. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was, it was, they finished the pay-per-view off on name recognition alone, which I totally respect. Um, they honestly could have sent everybody home with, you know, the Cody and Dustin match, but because of the run-in, it makes sense but yes um, I mean it, it definitely makes sense but um, I mean it wasn't a bad match at all I mean it was it was oh no it had everything it had it had your technical wrestling it had some high flying it had your brawling like that spot when Kenny hit that plancha on Jericho while Jericho's holding a damn table made yeah. me cringe and then uh, you know the uh, I, I think that it was I think that the reason that we would say it would have anything to be desired is because these guys both like go a hundred and ten percent, like eleven out of ten on a normal basis. And I think possibly because you know we had been watching, you know, up, upwards of four hours of wrestling already, and then also uh, Kenny having that little injury in the beginning of the match. And I can say maybe both these guys haven't wrestled in a long time, so maybe there was a little bit of ring rust or a little bit of cardio issues. Probably not for Kenny, but maybe for Jericho. Yeah. Um, there was only one spot I saw that they, that was kind of like a screw-up, and it was a, a one-winged angel into a DDT spot, but then they, they fixed it and they kind of did it again. Um, so it, was, it wasn't that bad, but... Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Of course, the the run in from Moxley that was the the big go home. That was the send off, and um, and now I mean, hey, we got John Moxley in AEW. 
He attacks Jericho, attacks the referee, brawls with Omega. So it's kind of like their golden boy. So he takes out their golden boy. And, um, you know, I think his first match is going to be at Fighter Fest against Joey Janela. So, yeah, yeah, that again, that's something else that's set up storylines going forward without the need of a television show. Exactly. Exactly. And without the need of a 40 minute promo. Exactly. <laughs> like literally, Dean Ambrose, or I'm sorry, John Moxley, did more in what five minutes of just with saying no words, just doing you know doing a little bit of brawling, taking out a couple of the the wrestlers and the referee, did more in five minutes to make me want to. You know, first thing I'm thinking is, is Fighter Vest, can I order it now? Can I order it? You know, I'm going, <laughs> can I pre-order it? You know, it did that much to make me want to order that to where four weeks of Raw and SmackDown, and I don't even want to watch the Saudi show. And there's, you know, it's Undertaker and Goldberg, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know what? I, going, going into this pay-per-view, like you, I was kind of on the fence about, you know, um, coming up off for of 50 bucks you know like you said 50 bucks is a lot of money no matter how you look at it I mean we can think of a thousand and one things we would do with 50 bucks but at the end of the day 50 bucks is 50 bucks yeah. and when I, I, I sat there like probably I want to say maybe like Thursday you know like um, I was kind of like you know going back and forth because I'm like okay you know you you were possibly going to host the, host the you know the watch in and, I'm gonna do the know, next my, one for sure. I'm, I'm, I added some some uh, engagement issues, so yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, because I wanted to see what my mom was gonna do. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I was I was able to, um, you know, get home. And I'm like, you know what? Saturday night, you know, I was kind of, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and order. And I mean, I was fifty bucks. I was spending quite a while. I did. I said the same thing. I'm like, you know what? I could have spent 50 bucks on something speed, you know, like, you know, just stuff that I, but I'm like, you know what? Let me just order one time. You know, I, don't, I don't know if you saw one of Cody's interviews. He, uh, he brought it up. He's like, hey, we recognize that 50 bucks is a lot for a pay-per-view. So we're going to make some adjustments on that. So hopefully, so that, that was nice that they, hey, he came out himself and acknowledged it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to see them. I mean, you know, it's. I think because we've gotten so spoiled to getting, you know, every pay per view and all sorts of other, you know, like, I mean, we we know, you know, for the most part that you know they they're not in a position right now to have like a, their own network, so to speak, and to like charge. Like, I think honestly, I mean, once they start to build up their fan base, you know, because it's probably going to be maybe like one or two more pay per views before they actually launch on TNT. And you know, whatever right. the ratings are going to look like that first night, you know, I can see them honestly like going forward, like you know, you know, twenty bucks a pay per view, thirty bucks a pay per view. I mean, I'll shell it out. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I think All In was like twenty nine or thirty nine. It was you know, it was something like that. But uh, if it's like that, then that's fine. But they also recommend they uh, in that same token, Cody mentioned that we're not doing a pay per view every month. You know, it's not, it's not like yeah. that. So I'm like, oh, well, that's a breath of fresh air too. Uh, yeah. it, it's, it's weird that in a world, we, we live in a world where we as wrestling fans are promised less wrestling and we're happy about it. Yeah. 
It's it's just so weird, you know. But uh, but it's the truth. It's it's you know I'd rather watch. Uh, I'd rather pay for an AEW pay per view once every two or three months than watch a seven hour, four hour pay per view from WWE every single month. Which I probably still will. I mean, let's let's be honest. I'm still going to watch these pay per views, but I'll be more inclined and more intrigued in the the uh, built up pay per view over two or three months than I will watching basically a, a four hour version of Raw and SmackDown. I mean, especially I mean, if you're not going to if you're going to give us the same thing over and over again, um, you know, I <laughs> I hate to be that guy. And we, we all we all know someone that's that's like this. Yeah. But I was dangerously close to canceling my 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 uh, network. Yeah. Um, Monday night. I dude, I I'm not even kidding. I I was right there too, and I'm not. There's no joke. And the only reason I did not is because NXT is this Saturday. Right, and, like, and that's what I was thinking about, dude. Like, cause I was. I was, you know, going through like all my subscriptions and everything, and I mean, it's it's not even like really like a huge money thing, so to speak. But it was like I was looking at like all my subscriptions, and like, you know, because I'm with Verizon, you know, I have Apple Music, uh, you know, for free. Um, you know, I, I canceled Netflix um, because it's barely nothing on there. Like, uh, I don't have any monthly subscriptions going out other than WWE Network, and. After I, after I, after we sat there and we watched Raw, like I, I sat on the couch before I went upstairs to bed, and I sat on the couch and I'm just sitting there just thinking to myself like, you know, 48 hours prior, 48 hours prior to Raw coming on, just about 48 hours, they should have felt like their backs are up against the wall, and they should have delivered like a grand slam show. You know, they, they really, should, in my personal yes. opinion, they should have. And I was, and that's thing, I was super excited for Raw, because I'm like, well, they gotta do, like you said, they gotta do something awesome now. Right. You know? And the only notable thing that they said, what, what I'm sorry, the only notable thing that was done was Sami Zayn mentioning AEW. Oh, you didn't like Brock breakdancing in the middle of the ring? Fuck no, I hope you, I wish you would have tore his ACL or some <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong, man. Like, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to be that guy that just, like, you know, I don't want to wish bad on nobody. But, I mean, it's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, we're 38. You know, we're not in our, we're not kids anymore. We're not enamored by some big hulking UFC fighter anymore. I mean, we have Brown Strowman for that. You know, a guy who has, a guy who should probably be a two-time heavyweight champion right now. Oh, they, you uh, know? they killed him. Yeah. Like, like they, they have dropped the ball so much with Braun that it's ridiculous right now. Like, the best thing that they can do right now is write him off of TV and <laughs> just write him off of TV and take the straps off of Roman. I mean, I'm sorry, Rowan and uh, Brian and secretly somehow, some way, bring back, you know, the Wyatt clan, you know, and, and name them the Wyatt clan, not the Wyatt family. Like that's the only thing that they can do, man. Because I mean, they, they, like I said, like they mishandled Braun so badly, and 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 honestly, Blaine is 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 Brock. 
I mean, Brock, Brock has been the reason why Braun hasn't, hasn't, you know, gotten his shine. Like, Braun, Braun, Braun right now, honestly, should probably be the longest reigning WWE champion of what well, close to it. Like, he should have a reign that's longer than CM Punk's. Well, yeah. You know, of, of, of modern day. The, the Brock almost, I mean, in a way, kind of ruined Roman. You said what now? Brock kind of ruined Roman, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll tell you what. Uh, what was it? Mania last year uh, when it was Rock and or Rock, Brock and Roman. I was actually pulling for Roman. I'm like, you know what? This is in, just give him the belt. You know, get the belt off of Brock. Uh, there was some pretty good, real good build up. You know, but then uh, then they just poo pooed in, in the main event. So it was just uh, just more of the same. And I think that's really the theme of this episode. There's AEW, which um, with one show, has promised us a lot of variety. We see a lot of things and individuals that we haven't seen before, and we don't know what to expect going forward, which is a good thing. And then with the WWE, we have more of the same. Um, that's all I have, man. What do you, do you got? Anything else? That's it, brother. That's all I got, man. That's all I got too. So you know, hit us up on Twitter. It's at uh, Wrestling Geeks, just Wrestling Geeks with one G. And uh, let us know what you're thinking of AEW. Let us know what you think about uh, Double or Nothing. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about, you know, whatever you want to talk about. But, uh, again, want to thank all you guys for your listens, your downloads, your subscriptions. We are available at WrestlingGeeks.com. So all of our uh, outlets where you can listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple Podcast, Podbean, Spreaker, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, we're there. So just definitely go ahead, hit that subscribe button. And uh, get notified, so you'll know when we have a brand new episode coming out. Also, and we talked about this yesterday, we got t-shirts. We got brand new t-shirts. Uh, we got the link on our Facebook link or on our face- Facebook fan page. Uh, also on Twitter as well. We're going to put some stuff on the website as well through teespring.com. Not only do we have t-shirts, but we got hoodies. We got phone cases, stickers. Uh, you know, it helps us and uh, helps us deliver this podcast to you for free every single week. And uh, also, um, you know, it's kind of cool swag, right? Is, do kids still say swag? Is that a thing? Uh, parents are starting to say swag now, so I think we got to turn it loose. Okay. I, I, do, they, I, do they still say on fleek? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not cool with that stuff. I just, don't know. Just, 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 just don't. Just don't. Okay. Okay. Well, it's not on fleek and it's not swag, but it's cool shit that you should buy. All right. There you go. All That'll right. Uh, James, where can we find you online? Um, I am on Twitter at uh, Mr. Johnston Jr. Um, yeah, right now I'm just on Twitter at Mr. Johnston Jr. Uh, got a couple of uh, things coming by the start of the summer. Okay. I'll be able to look out for that. Uh, a couple of projects me and you have to talk about off the air. Okay. Uh, but yeah, follow me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Johnston Jr. on Twitter. Uh, you're going to see a lot of tweets about just about everything under the sun. You will catch wrestling tweets, uh, so feel free to chime in, follow me, uh, like what I post, don't like what I post, cuss me out, like me, follow me. We're all human. I love you all. True. And you can find me on Twitter at the Ryan Retro, and uh, I too will uh, will love you a long time. Um, for that, uh, for all of us at Wrestling Geeks, we want to say thank you very much. We will see you on the next one. And uh, be kind to each other and all that good stuff. Later. Hello.